welcome to this week's episode of the Founder and the Force Multiplier podcast, where we explore how founders and leaders work together with their right-hand partners to turn ideas into action and build wildly successful businesses. Today, I'm speaking with Jackie Ludwig, co-founder and CEO of Lumini Network. Prior to leaving Lumini, Jackie spent 20 years as a top-performing executive assistant supporting executives inside the world's top companies. This includes leading brands such as YPO, Rolex, and Corn Ferry. Jackie's secret sauce is a system to get maximum value from the unique partnership formed between an EA and their C-suite executive. This system was developed, tested, and validated in some of the most demanding professional environments. Her passion is to share this system with EAs who seek the same rewarding partnership. Lumini was created to share this system, provide a network of growth-minded administrative professionals to connect, learn, and grow. In this episode, Jackie shares some really incredible examples of how important it is to express thanks to your executive assistant, as well as some tips to get your strategic partnership started off on the right foot. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I think you will, then be sure to let us know in all the usual places, such as leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this episode. Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for joining me for the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Hallie. I'm excited to talk to you today. Awesome. So we're going to just jump right in. For those listeners who are not familiar with Illumini Network, can you Mm -hmm. give us a history, a little bit of a history of how the company got started? Sure. So in my, I'm a career EA. And in my most previous role, my last, I guess it would be my last role as an EA, I worked for Sean McGinnis, who was the COO, president and COO of YPO, Young Presidents Organization. It's a peer-to-peer community for CEOs, 38,000 strong. It's a global community. He and I worked together and we worked really, really well together. You know, as an EA, you always look for that one executive where you just click. That was Sean and I. And as I worked in that role, I always wanted to expand my knowledge base, never move up and out of the role, but grow in the role. So I was always looking for training and development and conferences. And there's a lot of things out there that are, you know, that I could take and everything. But using YPO as my North Star and seeing what the CEOs had and what they were experiencing, I was looking for that, but not finding it. In July of 2020, Sean left YPO to go run a family office and he took me with him. I assumed to just go ahead and be his EA because that's what we had always done. The owner of the family office was a YPO or also conversations, you know, I would always, Sean would always ask me, isn't there a YPO for EAs? No, no, nothing like that. Same conversations happened with the family office owner. So one afternoon they just decided the family office owner just said, well, why don't we start one? And I said, Mm. great, that would be awesome. And of course, the next part of that sentence was, and you should run it. Okay. (laughs) So that that was pretty much the impetus for Lumini and how we kind of kicked it off. Yeah, that I, I just love that story. So now you serve as the CEO, and I know you were the co-founder of the of Lumini, and now owner as well. I am indeed. In November of 2021, I had opportunity to buy the company from the investor. So we're a woman-owned business, and I'm doing all of the things. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Um, so tell me a little bit about that transition from moving from executive assistant in this executive support role to mm-hmm. being a CEO. It was an interesting transition. When we first launched the company, while we were still owned by the investor, Sean and I worked together. We worked in the same office. So 
old habits die hard. It was really difficult not to do, oh, I can do that for you. Oh, I can. And then it was like, no, that's not my role anymore. I'm not supposed to be doing those things. I need to be, we ran on EOS, so entrepreneurial operating system. And Sean was the visionary. I was the integrator. So it was like, nope, I need to work in the business. I need to handle all of the things. So that part was kind of challenging, but then once I got used to, like anything else, when you when you work a new muscle, you just have to get that muscle trained, and it's just. And Sean was really good about saying, "No, I I can do it." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> but he was um, good about coaching me and say, and pushing pushing the little bird out of the nest, if you will. Yeah, is is Sean still involved with the organization at all, or is it or is it all all you at this point? It's Sean serves as the chairman of our board and he and I, he's my mentor and advisor. So he and I connect every single week and have a discussion and he's just been, you know, in addition to being the best boss, he's been absolutely wonderful as a mentor and an and as an advisor for Lumini. And so I think you worked with him for over 15 years. Is that correct? For eight years. Uh huh. Oh, eight years, eight years. Sorry about that. Yep which is an incredible partnership. And I think what's, which is really unique is that you, when he left, you went with him, which doesn't always happen. But I think that that's just kind of really unique and also quite cool. You know, successful business partnerships look different for everybody, but what made your partnership really work? And then in general, what do you think makes a really great executive assistant and CEO partnership? For us, I think it was trust. Trust, we had the two of us trusted each other implicitly. And it that built up, certainly you have to build that up in any relationship, but that built very quickly between Sean and I. And he and I thought a lot alike. <clears throat> so it was very easy for me to, you know, as an EA, we learn our executive. We learn how they think. We learn their decision-making process. We learn their face, if you will. So we know is this a good time? Is this not a good time? And the two of us just really clicked right away. So that helped. And just absolute trust. Communication was huge between the two of us. We had a weekly meeting every single week where we would take a look at what was coming up on his calendar, the things that that I had that I needed responses from him on. And then we would take a forward look into the month and say, you know, what's going on? What do we need? What do we need to be aware of? Do we need to write, reprioritize things? And it was that communication and that trust and the confidentiality. Just we each knew that the other had, we had each other's back. So it was always, it was very comfortable relationship. It's so interesting that the trust always, that word just always comes up with these partnerships. I mean, it's just, it's very important in a business partnership in general, but I think particularly between an EA and their executive. Absolutely. Um, how did you, how did I, how did you go about actually building that with, with Sean? With Sean, part of it was always if I said I was going to do something, I did it. Part of it is just the way that you present yourself. You know, under as an EA, you not only work with your executive, but you work with, you know, up and down in the organization and across all levels. So I became kind of the eyes and ears for Sean, where you can see into the organization and say, you know, hey, this is going on here. Don't need you to do anything today, but just making you aware. And he recognized that I would bring those things to him or things that he, hey, this one just got engaged when you, because he did walk around every day in the office. So any little, any little thing that I, that I heard about good or bad, I would always share with Sean. And then when he walked around, 
he would always make sure to congratulate this one on the new baby or the engagement or, hey, it's this guy's birthday today. But it was just making sure that he always had what he needed and looked good every single day. Yeah, that I was going to just say you made you just made him it was effortless. You made him look effortless and, and made him look good. Exactly. Um, and, yeah. And how could he not trust you after that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's great. What do you wish that founders and leaders knew about working with an executive assistant? I wish that they knew, how would I say this? Oftentimes they don't know how much more their assistant can do for them. Please don't be afraid to ask them. The assistant is just, oftentimes we're there and we do we do the obvious and we do some other things, but the assistant has a whole resume that she's created, not just in this role, but in roles, previous roles. And something that you as the executive might be struggling with, or you've got that thing on your list that you really, really don't want to do, but you have to do it. Ask your assistant, hey, are you, you know, how are you at this? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, we're going to take it and we're going to be excited. It's a growth opportunity. It's a stretch goal for us. And it's helping the executive to accomplish more of his goals and to grow inside the organization. So it's, first of all, don't be afraid to ask. and please every don't hesitate to express your thanks to the EA. Sometimes you don't even need to do it directly. If you just, if they just hear you say, you know what, there's no way this meeting would have gone nearly as well if Hallie hadn't done what she did today. Mm-hmm. Just to hear that it's like, whoop, that fills our cut. We're like, yep, rock that yeah. one. I'm coming back to work tomorrow. So yeah. just every now and then that little tap on the door that says, you know what, you did a great job today. Thanks. And then mm-hmm. off you go. You don't have to make it a big deal or anything, but that little, you did a great job. Go yeah, so much. Yeah, I was going to say so much of the executive assistant or the work is just so much behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So when somebody does, especially your executive, does just acknowledge that mm-hmm. they see you, they see the, they see all the work that's getting done. They might not see all of the work that's getting done, but they see the impact of the work. Exactly. And acknowledge the impact of the work is, I agree, so it absolutely is. And it's just such a small thing. It it doesn't have to be huge over the top because as EAs, we're very comfortable behind the scenes. Please don't, please don't pull me out in the front and make go, oh, look, she did. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. What do you wish that executive assistant knew about their leaders? I wish that executive assistants knew how much their leaders genuinely valued them. Mm-hmm. A couple of things there. When we when we were getting ready to launch Lumini, we did some market research and we reached we reached out to a significant number of CEOs. To a person, they all knew the importance of their EA, they valued their EA, and they had no idea how life would be able to work if they mm-hmm. didn't have their EA. We even had one gentleman say that his wife would divorce him if he got rid of his EA. So she was <laughs> good as gold there. <laughs> And an interesting thing happened. It, we had our first conference in November of last year. And as part of the conference, I reached out to, to every attendee's executive. The attendees didn't know I did this. I just reached out on my own to each executive. And I said, hey, can you send me a, a few words of gratitude about your EA? I would like to share that with them. So what started out in my mind was I was going to put it on a card and just make sure everybody had it became, I'm going to read these because these were so incredible. The words were so powerful. 
And it was one of the feedback notes we got was, please have tissues on the table if you're <laughs> going to breathe. <laughs> they, these words, it was, I wish I could bottle up the sentiment in the room when I read those. It was so impactful, not just because my boss said something really great about me, but to hear what your executive said about you as well. Mm. It was just, I still get chills thinking about it. It was, I'm so glad I did that. It was kind of a last minute thought and every single executive came right back with something. It was, it was amazing. That Yeah, that is incredible. And that, that you created that opportunity because I don't, you know, unless somebody asks a CEO, they just may not think to be mm-hmm. sharing this, be sharing this with their EA or sharing this in general, but that you are able to create that moment and that experience. I think that is incredible. I, I would I would need to hear some of those sometimes. Some I, I actually have a few here. If you oh, do you? Yes, I, do. I would yeah, love to yeah. hear them. So one executive, he said, the amount of gratitude that I have for you knows no bounds. The minute you walked into our office, the bar was immediately raised. The way you have professionalized our company with your consistent work ethic, decisiveness, drive, you make people around you better. Another one writes, it is such a privilege to know that I can depend on you each day. The support you provide me, administrative and professional, but also the gift of your judgment is very, very valuable. These are hard to read sometimes because I get (laughs) <laughs> you keep everything running behind the scenes without taking credit and keeping people wondering how I appear to do so much. I couldn't do what I do without you. you. We've been working together for almost seven years and I don't know how I would live without you. Wow. We had one gentleman write a page and a half single space of a gratitude. He's like, how long should these be? <laughs> as long as you want them to be. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. That's really, thank you for sharing those. That's, that's really incredible. And and for people, I am just thinking for people who are listening, I know there's sometimes a lot of assistants who don't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that that's just a testament that, that it's, a, it's, a, it's possible. It's mm-hmm. possible to have that sort of relationship. And if you don't have it, you're an EA or chief of staff listening to this right now, who doesn't have that relationship, it is out there. It absolutely um, and it's sometimes just is a matter of finding that right person and that right fit for both the leader and for the assistant. Exactly. But what amazing examples of when a true partnership happens, you know, you know, that sort of that trust, that gratitude, and really, you know, they're mean each other to be successful. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable to read all of them and to be able to share it. It was, it was so, it, it was an awesome moment. Yeah. So cool. So let's talk about the future of the EA role a little bit. What are you kind of seeing and, you know, what are you hearing and seeing about the executive assistant role as it continues to evolve and grow? What do you think assistants and leaders really need to know and learn and or focus on in the years ahead? I think that the role is continuing to evolve. You know, there's sometimes that that wacky article bubble up about, you know, AI is going to take over for the executive assistant. Mm, no, it isn't. No, let me just say that. <laughs> I think knowledge is key. So understanding both on both sides. So under, understanding the business as an EA, it's important for me to understand the business, maybe what the struggles are inside the business, what the goals are for the business and what the goals are for my executive communication. Between the executive and the assistant, you can never over-communicate. I tell tell all my member executives that, and I stress the importance of include your EA in the meetings. 
you know, even just being in the room and hearing the information, you know, they're the eyes in the meeting. They can see who's buying in and who's not, or it helps to give context to a request that the executive has of the EA by knowing it, by having that information firsthand. It's just communication is so critical. And I think just maintaining that partnership, building that trust and maintaining that partnership. I think that's, that's the key to evolving. The EA can do so much and be such an effective strategic partner for the executive. The return on an investment, return on investment for the executive in hiring an assistant is just, it's phenomenal. It's just exponential. You get a good one right out of the gate. You're going to get a 10% return because she's going to tighten up your calendar. She's going to tighten up your meetings all of the, you know, just those little tweaks right, right out of the gate. So yeah, it's just by staying in lockstep with each other. I think that's, that's the key component communication and just staying right there side by side. Are there any recommendations that you would make to new, new EA and CEO partners who like a couple of things that they might, they should do or could implement right away to start building that, that partnership? Sure. I would, I always advocate with my new members, you know, the one thing that we require of them is that they have a 30 minute, at least let's put at least in the front of that, a 30 minute we meeting every single week. And I know you and Adam did that. And you do that with your EA. Mm -hmm. There's so much information and so much work. I laugh because the EAs will come into the meeting, you know, they'll go through the items that they have to clear out to keep the work moving throughout the organization, they go through the calendar, they do a look forward. And in 30 minutes time as an EA, we can walk out with like three or four hours worth of work. Right. Everybody's like, oh my gosh. And the EAs are all like, no, no, you don't understand. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because you can keep, the executive doesn't become the bottleneck. You can keep that flow of, you can keep that work flowing and keep the information moving throughout the, throughout the organization. And don't write over that meeting. Yeah. Don't, just don't. We're so easy as EAs because we control the calendar to kind of, oh, we can move it to later in the week. That's not going to happen. We all have every good intention and then it doesn't happen. Right. Put it on the calendar, stay. And then once you get the, the, the cadence of your partnership, maybe it isn't Mondays, maybe it's Friday afternoons before you close out the week that you take a look ahead for the next week. Every partnership is a little bit different in when they do it, but the importance of it cannot be stressed. I think just listening and watching your executive read what they read, understand, talk to each of their direct reports. What is the direct reports function and how does that relate to my executive and how do you help my executive achieve their goals and understanding each of those roles. You're developing a rapport there and you, so that it's easier for you to work with the direct reports and help your executive accomplish what they need to accomplish. You're learning the business and you're gaining champions inside the organization for yourself, for other opportunities. As you grow in your role, you know, you're working with the CFO, the CFO knows you're really good at these kinds of this kind of project. They say, Oh, we need to include Hallie in that. She's really good at that. So it opens the door for other opportunities, but just talking with your executive, having that meeting, and then sharing with them if there's something on your on their desk or on their plate, hey, why don't I take that for you? Why don't I do that for you? I can take care of that. 
I remember early on, I had an executive and I would go into his office and just, you know, eyeball the desk. Give me that, 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 that. And then off I would go and do it. And he'd be like, oh, okay, thank you. But he didn't, you know, he didn't think to give it to me, but I could see that's something I can take. That's something I could take. Don't be afraid to take it. Did that, that kind of confidence and your ability to take initiative in that way, that come naturally to you? Or is that something you had to develop? I think a little bit of both. I wasn't, you know, I, if it was something that I felt comfortable doing, you know, they're like, especially if they've got that pile of receipts on your desk, we all have done expense reports. We can do those in our sleep. Just here, give me that. I'll take care of that for you today. And then they don't even have to think about it. And then it becomes more, they're just giving them to you without, as soon as they come back in the office, the receipt goes on your desk because they just know. So part of it was just starting with the things I already knew that I could handle. And then once I did those, I became more confident in asking for the other things. My executive became more comfortable with me asking or just saying, hey, can you work on this for me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's like somebody I was talking to recently just said it's line by line. It's just one, you know, one thing builds upon the other, builds upon the other. That's a great way to put it. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Oh, what are you and Lumini working on next? We have, we've got a lot going on. We've got probably our biggest thing is that we have our next conference coming up in September, the 20th to the 22nd. So we're really excited about that. Our, our theme this year is leadership. So impact, influence, and inspire. Mm. We've got for our, for our members, we've got some really great speakers coming up. We've got a, an HR executive coming in next month to talk to us to actually do a workshop on goal setting. So to sit down and actually create smart goals for us that we can use, because a lot of people are in that, you know, they're in that mindset in the early part of the year. So it's helpful to say, I remember often HR would come and say, oh, you have to write your goals. Okay. (laughs) What what does that look like? Well, just make them smart goals. Okay. That was no help. So we've got an executive coming in to help walk us through and do a workshop so we can walk out with deliverables. We're going to start working on, we've got some assessments that we're going to be doing with the executive and the EA, and then we're going to drill down on, you know, recognizing how you show up, how your executive shows up and what can we do to work better together, knowing that information kind of thing. A lot of different things. That's exciting. Where is is the conference in Dallas? It is in Dallas. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Great. Yep. And we'll have... At last year's conference, we had C-level speakers. So I bring in the, C, the C-suite people to come in and talk to us. We had a panel discussion, a couple of our EA exec pairings, and we oh, had a great. discussion with them. So that's always that's always a popular, a fan favorite. And yes. we'll be a similar format for this year. C-level speakers, panel discussions. Of course, we do fun things. We had a dinner in white last year, so we'll have to top that this year. Mm-hmm. But just... Anything we can do to enhance the the role and to make everyone feel special because our executives go off and do all of the good things. We need to have that experience too. Yeah, that that's amazing. I love that you created that. Where can our listeners connect with you? What's the best place to connect? Sure. You can check out our website at www.lumini.com. There's at the bottom of the page, you know, there's a, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do it there. We're also on LinkedIn. I am myself, Jackie Ludwig. And then you can also reach out to Lumini Network on LinkedIn. We also have an Instagram and a Facebook page. So we're going to all of the social media. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we'll put all the links in the show notes below so people can check everything out. 
Perfect. Um, awesome, Jackie. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. It was great to hear about all of the exciting projects that you're working on. And I just want to thank you for continuing to provide such a great value to the EA and the executive community to help build those careers and those partnerships. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Hallie. And I'd love to connect, to connect with your listeners. So if anybody has any questions or certainly if I can help with anything, I'd love to hear from people. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Hallie.